overhead, put it on real tight. Hope you brought your best tonight. They say they got the fireworks, yeah, they say they got the show. You're around the shoot, you're the best, so let's go. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. everyone. Welcome to Texas Toast. I'm, of course, your host, Miss Helen. And this week, we have a special guest joining us. Thank you so much, Jesse Daniel. And it was short notice that you jumped on with us. Thank you for that. Oh, of course. I'm happy to do it. Thanks for having me, Miss Helen. So you've been busy. Your music has just intrigued me. I had the opportunity to run across your new single, which we'll talk about that in your new album as we progress into the podcast. And your sound and your music is just a breath of fresh air. It's something a little different. So what is your background? How did you get to Texas? Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. And uh, I got to Texas. I'm originally from a small town in California that nobody's ever really heard of. It's close to Santa Cruz, California, but it's a small mountain town. And um, I had always listened to the local radio station that we had. It's called K-Pig. And on that station growing up, they always played a lot of a lot of Texas songwriters. They would play guys like Robert Earl Keen, Lyle Lovett, you know, some of the, the older guys like that. And I had a real respect and kind of a reverence for Texas music and songwriters. And, um, you know, we just started coming out here to play, just started playing shows and making friends and meeting people. And then in 2019, I decided to make my last album, Rolling On, um, with Texas Steel Guitar Hall of Famer Tommy Dedimore. And it's just south of San Antonio. And that's when I really fell in love with the area. And uh, we moved out that year in 2019 and I'm glad we did. It was the right place to be. And, you know, we've met so many great people so far. Everybody's been welcoming. So I'm glad to be here. Oh, yes, you definitely are a true fit. And so you did have your self-titled album that was released in 2018. And then in 2020, you just referred to it. You, of course, released your album Rolling On. I love the title cut, that it was a great title cut, the single Rolling On. But can I ask you about a particular song that I think really reflects your songwriting and your storytelling? And that was the Mayo and the Mustard song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, You like that one? I like that one. And it's just like, as I listen to your music and as, as everyone starts finding your music that hasn't already, you just, you have quite the storytelling skills. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. So how long have you been songwriting? Who were some of your influences? Um, you know, I'd say kind of top of the list for me would be probably Merle Haggard. He's, uh, you know, I love his songwriting and, and his storytelling and, and, uh, as well as just kind of the the sound of his music, the musical quality of it, instrumentation, everything, you know, but I, I also, you know, moving to Texas, I've kind of learned about a lot of uh, guys that I hadn't listened to as much, you know, um, like I said, I was a big fan of Robert Earl Keen. Um, I was a fan of Towns Van Zant, Guy Clark, you know, a lot of the older Texas guys, but I've kind of been able to uh, discover some newer Texas songwriters Um and, you know, I've always kind of balanced back and forth from the, the straight up country singers like Merle Haggard, George Jones, Johnny Paycheck, guys like that to the more songwriter stuff. And I, I think I belong 
you know, I kind of bounce back and forth between the two because I love them both. Yes. Well, let's talk about your current album, 12 songs on the album, uh, albums entitled Beyond These Walls. So let's talk about, uh, I know you just referred to your producer. Let's talk about some of the musicians that were on this project. Yeah, you bet. Um, So on this record, uh, we were fortunate to work with um, a lot of the members of uh, some great bands like George Strait's Ace and the Whole Band, Willie Nelson's band, uh, the Mavericks, um, John Carroll, who plays guitar for Corey Morrow. Uh, We've had just, you know, this incredible cast of musicians that a lot of them I got to meet when we were recording Rolling On. Um, cause there's a good, good handful of those guys on rolling on as well. But, uh, this record really kind of, um, I'll never forget Tommy Dedimore when we were going into the studio, he was telling me about who is going to be playing keyboards, which is Ronnie Huckabee from George Strait's band. And I didn't know that he played with George Strait and that he was his band leader and had been with him for all these years, but I'm a big George Strait fan of his music. I just didn't know that, that little tidbit. And, uh, he said, you might want to Google his name, you know, just for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I did. And uh, we went into the studio and it was just incredible to watch these guys work. They're amazing talents. And they really helped me bring uh, these songs to life. I always have a clear vision of what I want and they just executed it perfectly. So your current single out to radio now is looking back. And uh, now let's talk about who is the harmony on there. That harmony is a uh, Jody Lyford. That's my my partner. Uh, she is my, the love of my life. She's also the uh, the manager of everything. Jesse Daniel. She kind of makes the wheels turn for all the business end stuff. She also tours with the band and sings harmony live with us and on the records. So. So it's that's so good to know to have you on the podcast because I told you we had highlighted that song on Texas on Tap and. I, I was like, who is this on the harmony? Because y'all just blend so well. So let's talk about writing that and the backstory on your current radio single, Looking Back. You bet. Um, well, Looking Back, uh, I wrote that song with my old bass player. He's a good friend of mine. His name's Nick Foster. He's a great songwriter for anybody listening who wants to check him out. And we wrote that song together. We had been on the road touring with Jason Boland. And we, we had been doing a whole bunch of Western United States dates with him. And that was right in 2020, right before the um, stay at home order came down. So we were all in Colorado doing a show and then we got the order and we had to pack it up and go home indefinitely. And so Nick and I were just, you know, at my house kind of wondering what was going on. And we decided to sit down and start writing. And that's when we came up with that song. It was kind of a, collaborative effort but I had had the idea and kind of the hook for that song in my head for a while and uh it's just a kind of a reflective melancholy type of tune about looking back over your life and um, wondering if you've made the right decision and kind of regretting some of the things that you might have said or done in a in a relationship or friendship yes that's that was one of the things that that caught my ear as I listened to it when I previewed it and it just like it makes you kind of step back and look at things and maybe not try to make so many mistakes I never knew just how to treat you right tired all the time from staying out all night and the years went by I thought I only blinked my eyes 
Short on patience, quick to lose my cool. Pedal to the floor just like a one track fool. I let you slip away. Off into the passing lane. Looking back in the On here that I really enjoyed was Texas Summer Nights and Simple Things. I love Simple Things. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked that one. I uh, I love playing that song just because it is, I mean, it's just like the title, it is a simple song, you know, but it's um, those over 2020 when we weren't able to tour and we were writing for this new record, that was uh, all those little simple things were really the things that were kind of keeping us sane and, you know, the things we were able to enjoy and just getting outside and going to the river and stuff like that, you know, we that is so true. Put those things into perspective. So that's kind of how uh, Jody and I actually wrote that song together. So that's interesting background on that. Cause talking about that, like you said, going out on the lake, I live on the Gulf coast and it was like, it was just nice because we fish a lot and we're on the water a lot. Yeah. But during that time, it was just different being on the boat. Like I would just sit at the front of the boat and breathe the Gulf breeze and the water and, enjoy the bay and the sunshine so yeah, yeah that was <laughs> that's funny you should say that we actually wrote that song um leaving uh brownsville we were at we were down um just you know way down there on the coast and we were driving back home and we had just been on the coast and uh you know oh my god what inspired that song so that's pretty funny gas station coffee cheap motels Fresh cut, feel the grass and the way it smells. Birds on the water, stars in the sky. Just a few of my favorite things, let me tell you why. They don't cost nothing, at least not much. Never found the need for fancy things and such. My warning jeans, well, they fit just right. I've learned to love the simple things in life. Simple things, tried and true. They prop you up. That's why I bonded with that song. 
But you can't talk about this album without also talking about another great storytelling song. And that was Clayton was a cowboy. Wow. Oh, I'm glad you enjoy that one. Uh, that was another co-write that Jody and I wrote together. Um, that was a, a song that I had had kind of this idea for for quite a while. I used to know a guy named Clayton. He was a cowboy from Branson, Colorado. And um, we kind of just made a collaborative effort to turn that his story into a little bit more of a fictional story, but just, you know, kind of telling a story essentially about a rodeo cowboy who just couldn't, couldn't settle down and just kind of lived on his own terms, you know? And um, that's one of the ones that I'm most proud of uh, that, you know, I've written with Jody. Yes. And then another one I think I saw, it's kind of a fan favorite too, is the single gray that's on there. Mm -hmm. That's a, uh, yeah, a heavy one for sure. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, personal experience type songs that that uh, this album, I really tried to kind of dive deep on, on things and not just gloss over the things and really get into it. And that was one of the ones that I really sat down and took my time with, you know, tried to get into those things. Track marks on your arms tattoos and scars when you gonna learn to hang it up you're in the saddle once again it's getting harder to pretend the past owns all the blame for your bad luck I wish that you could see what I know you could be hard to watch but I can't look away when we both were young Lord knows we had our fun but aren't you tired of fading into gray another New Year's Eve spent rolling up your sleeve trading in tomorrow for today in this old game of roulette you've nothing more but life to bet so roll the dice and hope that you get to stay I wish that you could see what I know you could be hard to watch but I can't look away and when we both were young Lord knows we had our fun but aren't you tired of fading into gray It's a great album. I encourage everyone to go look it up and look up all your music, but the album is Beyond These Walls. So you have a lot of shows coming up. You've played a lot of places already. I was looking at some of your tours and some of your schedules. So where's been some of your favorite spots to play in Texas? In Texas, um, for one, I, I, I just love playing in Texas in general, just because there's a culture and a respect of music here that I don't, think exists in that way anywhere else it's really a unique place and so i just love playing 
in general in Texas, but I think some of my favorite venues that I've gotten to play uh, were Green Hall. We got to yeah. uh, we got to play a sold out Green Hall with Mike and the Moon Pies and uh, Summer Dean, and that was just an incredible show. Uh, I'd say that's probably top of the list. Second to that, um, I love Copeland Dance Hall. Uh, that we played some really great shows there. Played out in West Texas. We played some great uh, Cactus Theater, I believe, in Lubbock. We did that one with Charlie Crockett. That was a really fun one. Um, I just love the dance halls. You know, that's kind of the where I feel at home, and I love the culture that's around it. And feel like we get to let loose and get wild. You know. Yes, you know, and there's just there's nothing like the old dance halls that we have here in Texas. Of course, you know, it's like I try not to take them for granted, but, you know, like growing up in the dance halls and learning how to dance and having the, you know, like where I grew up, like we had a famous sheriff. He was sheriff for 50 something years and he like taught me how to dance. You know, it's like there's just so many memories that come from the dance halls. Yeah, you can't make that up. You know, that's authentic. And that's that's what I love about Texas. So what do you have uh, coming up as far as shows that's maybe that's like on your radar that you're like really anticipating? Well, we've got coming up, I believe the next show that is on the calendar is going to be in Angleton, Texas. At the That's Theater. close to me. Really? Yes. We'll have to, we'll, you got a plus one on, on any of our guest lists anytime. So we hope to see you down there. Uh, that's at the Dirty South. I'm not sure if you've been there. That's a really fun. They have a they have a lot of good entertainment that comes through there. They do. Yeah, I love that spot. And then we're going to be the next night on the 22nd. We're going to be at Mercer Hall in Dripping Springs. Um, the 27th, we will be in Fort Worth at Tulips. And then we're going back to Cheatham Street Warehouse in San Marcos on the 28th. Then the last one, I believe, of that month, we're going to be at the Frio Grill in Cyprus on the 29th. We've got some good dates coming up, and they're, they're really spread out, so you're kind of hitting a lot of different markets and regions on that. That's awesome. Definitely. Trying to get out, you know, all kind of all over the state a little bit and make sure yes. see everybody. Yeah. So I'm kind of skipping around because one thing I wanted to ask you when we were on the intensely on the music and the songwriting, have you always been a songwriter? Like, did you, were you one of these that were writing songs when you were a kid or did your talent just develop as you grew up or was there something in your life or what, what is your inspiration and how long have you been songwriting? Um, I'd say that I've been doing it since I was a kid. Um, a lot of the songs I wrote as a kid were more kind of even before I picked up the guitar, there were more kind of poems or, uh, you know, just stories, short stories. I used to write a lot of short stories when I was a kid and I had a really wild imagination. So they'd always be about something really crazy, you know, but I had a good stack of them that I keep. And um, I think it just kind of, I kept doing that as I got older, as far as just writing poems, songs, things like that. And uh when I started really playing guitar, that was when I could finally put those two together. And that's kind of when I really started focusing on, on that. But, um, definitely as I've gotten older, I've been able to focus more on, um, you know, the type of songwriter that I want to be and, you know, kind of hone the, those skills in and work on that craft a little bit. So have you always done music or did you have another career before you went full-time into music? I've always played music, um, 
even since I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, I used to fill in on drums for my dad's band when he would play, uh, he played all kinds of, you know, biker bars and places like that. He played in blues, rock, country bands, all kinds of stuff like that. So I got introduced when I was young. Um, but I did, I had a lot of different jobs. I've worked, uh, just about every kind of construction you could imagine, you know, um, kind of a master of none. I was just always a little bit of just a a hand to a lot of people doing general labor, plumbing, electrical, all kinds of stuff like that. I've worked grocery stores. I've worked as a butcher's apprentice. (laughs) Uh, I've kind of done, I could go on and on. I've done so many different jobs, um, you know, just throughout my teens and twenties until I decided in big part, thanks to Jody, she really kind of helped me to make that leap to go full-time into playing music. Um, which I know for a lot of people, it's kind of a, a scary thing when you're not used to that security, you know, and you don't know what's going to happen, but I'm glad I did. It was the best decision that I could have made, you know? Oh, so glad you did. I mean, I just feel so blessed to have found your music and you're in such good hands with your radio promoter with Jen. You got the, you got the one. <laughs> great. I know she really is. She's gotten so many good things going on and I appreciate her a lot. Yes, that's awesome. So when, uh, what, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Like on, on the other side of Jesse Daniel? Um, I love to, I love to fish. That's one thing that I've gotten into. Yeah. I know you said that earlier and we got that in common. Definitely. Uh, you know, I love fishing. I've been, uh, big, you know, on bass fishing and, and gotten recently more into cat fishing. I've gotten to do some fly fishing up in uh on tour when we were up in idaho i got to fish up there it was a lot of fun see that fly fishing thing i just i can't i i don't know i mean like i'm i mean i'm 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 pretty skillful when it comes to working my rod and reel and my equipment and take care of my business but that fly fishing that whole process fascinates me it's so different you know it's a. Uh, it's so different. There's a lot of finesse that goes into it. And I've only done it a couple of times, you know, so I'm, I'm no expert, but I got to catch some good, uh, good sized trout up on the Henry's fork, um, in Idaho. And that was just incredible, but I like to do that. I like to duck hunt, um, and getting into that over the last couple of years. That's something I didn't grow up doing, but I've always wanted to do. So I kind mm-hmm. of, that's the beauty of being an adult, I guess, is you can just be like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to try, try this out. That's right. Yeah. You would love it around here. Cause of course, well, of course we're in the middle of duck season or it's about to wrap up, but I'll wake up in the morning. Cause I have the bay is right behind me and like uh-huh. people duck up back that way. Okay. And it's so cool to wake up in the morning and it's like, you know, sun's coming up and you're hearing them shooting and yeah. thinking, good job. Good job, guys and gals are getting some duck. It's just awesome. Yeah. I love the outdoors. I just that I actually just went uh, duck hunting down in uh, the Angleton area uh, wow. a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to be coming back down to do another trip on. I hope on Monday. If the weather stays cold, I'll be back down on Monday. Well, and if the weather stays good and it's a good fishing day, you could just slide on down here to Matagorda. We're not too far from there. All Maybe right. we could get some fishing in. So anyway, I get on that and I can't stop. But once again, it's it's just been a pleasure to meet you. And I have to tell you something else. Mm-hmm. Another another thing that my dad's name was Jesse and my papa's name was Daniel. And they were the two most influential, most amazing men in my life ever. And that was like, when I saw your name, I was like, somebody has both their names, Jesse Daniel. This is awesome. No kidding. That's, so yay. <laughs> that's crazy. 
Well, we wish you the best of luck and um, we will be keeping up with your music and I will certainly um, stay in touch and try to catch some of your shows. But man, keep up the good work. It's like you have such an, um, your music's just amazing. I love the stories. I love your voice. I love the sound. And we're just so happy that you could join us on the podcast. Seriously. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me, Miss Helen. I appreciate it. And uh, I'd love to come down there and do some fishing with you one day. And uh, if you're in Angleton, come on out. We'll see you. For sure. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. So please help us get the word out. We'll see you next time on Texas Toast. From as she left, I dare to say well, You can go to hell Hell, I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home Well, take away these city lights Put me on a one-way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight Just consider me My southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, all this cowboy hat, all the way.